Okay, it's news to us. We're live on Adobe Radio, and also we are uh, doing a live video, too, now. If you want to watch, you can do that on our Facebook, on our Twitch, on our... Where else? I think that's it, right? On our Instagram, there's always a lot of Facebook? clips there, too. So, Did you say Facebook? I don't know. I probably... I don't know. Whatever. But there is video of the show if you want to watch along. <laughs> and there's a cat on the video. Yeah, you just... There's a cat that just got in front of the camera. It's exciting. You never Very know what's going to happen. Very live show. Live show. Uh, this week, John Wilkes from the band Kingdom of Us is going to join us, and he's going to talk about uh, how we partnered with this organization called One Tree Planted to raise awareness for global warming. And before that, though, we'll tell you about the top three biggest wacko GOP Congress people. It's a countdown. Katie is like the Casey Kasem of GOP wackos with this. And then uh, also there's this weird story. We'll tell you why Kid Rock and a colostomy bag are in the, the news together in the same story. And a real life troll caught on camera. Oh, Ooh. so much to get to. A real life troll. It's news to us. IW Radio. You can follow us on Twitter, too. Um. All right. Everybody doing good? Yeah. Everybody good? Yeah. Okay. Doing all right. <laughs> all right. Are you sure? Doing good. Yeah. What's well, I just <laughs> found out my uh, car has an oil leak, so now I got to oh. deal with that. It looked like there was something on your mind there. Yeah. Oil leak in the car. Okay. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, car maintenance issues are the worst. It's probably yeah. just an oil pan. Probably. My oil light went on the other day, and um, I freaked out. I, then I added a quart of oil, and then it went off. So I don't know. You should no probably shit. take that in because that, that's a new vehicle <laughs> to you. Yeah, you just got that like a month ago. But anyways, uh, it's, it's, it's news to us on Twitter. We uh, we're always tweeting, and uh, just before an hour or two before the show, one of our tweets is actually liked by the company Lacroix. The water company. They liked one of our tweets. So you can go check that out. That's crazy. So does that mean we get like free water now? Or like what does that mean? Or at least a discount would be dope. Yeah, do I just flash that tweet to the checker at the supermarket? Does the self-checkout stand uh, recognize Twitter? It should. (laughs) Can I just scan that thing? Can I just scan our tweet in the self-checkout? And then also before we get to our... uh, or a little news roundup here with a bunch of stories. Uh, I'm going to show you guys this photo here. See if you guys spot anything in this photo. If you're watching on the video, you'll be able to see it. But maybe we should enhance this a little bit. Let's zoom in. So it's a, it's a photo of a street, you know, busy street. There's billboards everywhere. Uh, let's zoom in a little bit here. Oh. Carl Jacob? Ooh. Oh, look, at this. look at this. This is a, and it's news to us. Billboard is currently in uh, Los Angeles. How about that? Very cool. Right there on the street. That's awesome. Look Look at all these people driving by. I want to be on a palm, in a palm tree area. Well, you are right now. Look at that. Yeah, look at my face. Your face is right on a palm tree. So is Eddie's. Mm -hmm. Although Eddie's looks like it might have had like a, is that, is that like (laughs) dripping paint? Is that I the think point of it? Or? It's already been vandalized. Maybe. Maybe somebody threw an egg at my face. I don't know. An egg? Maybe a bird flew by and shat. <laughs> shat right at the bottom of your face. 
but so all so is sorry, Katie and Chris. So all of our we need to update everything because we haven't updated any of our uh, artwork on the show. All everything's from back when it was just me and Jason doing the show. So we have to figure that out. But there we go. Pretty cool. That's though. awesome, though. Yeah. I wonder what people think when they drive by that. Like, damn! Look at that guy with the hat. <laughs> damn! Look at that guy with the hat. You think that's what they're thinking? Soul patch? Uh, Who rocks a soul patch? What year is it again? Soul patch? <laughs> what is it? 1996? Or what were soul is that patch? Sugar Ray up there? Mark McGrath? Is that you? Yeah, him. <laughs> Sugar Ray? I didn't know Sugar Ray did a show about the news. Huh? That's where he went. Yeah. What? You have a soul patch in that? You do. What the hell? I what? <laughs> why do you have a soul patch in your publicity photo? Why? And why do you, I don't know? I don't even remember the Where last. Is, when was that? <laughs> it's probably taken like eight years. Ago. That, that was a while ago. That was a while ago. That yeah. was a while. Ago. It was a really. What are we long looking ago. at? I don't know. Who cares? You're looking it's at the. Uh, you're looking at the. It's news to us. Uh, you're you're reading. But why do you have a soul You're reading patch? the billboard? I, I don't I used re- to have a soul patch. Okay. That's what I used to do. Well, I like how it says you're woke. Yeah, we're woke. <laughs> <laughs> People try to downplay that, but now we're saying we're woke. <laughs> yeah. We own it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't approve the whole, the final product. So, you know, it was a surprise. I like it. Surprise I to it. me. I think surprise. it's awesome. I probably would have said remove the woke part, but whatever. It's still cool. Uh, I think it's great. Okay, yeah, uh, it's awesome. News roundup. It's news to us. News roundup. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of murders this summer. Oh, excellent. Uh, yeah, this is according to some new uh, research that they uh, think that the 2021, the summer, you know, people have been so pent up because of the pandemic and uh, just being stuck inside that the murderers are just itching to stab people. So there's going to be like a spike in murders this summer. Oh. Who's saying this? Who's saying this though? Like a, re- yeah. re- a researcher. A researcher. A researcher. Okay. Wow. Oh. Highly qualified researcher. You know, I. What, what, yes. Uh, what party is he affiliated with? He I or she? I don't know. I'm not sure. Huh. But uh, oh. so be on the lookout for that. Don't get murdered. But you know who's like really happy about this? I was thinking he's probably like Dateline NBC. Because they're not going to run out of TV shows for a while. Fucking love that show. I tell Katie it's all the time, don't date my name. News Roundup. What's happening in Arizona, Katie? There's a recount over there. A shady recount. At, what's their election? What do they have going on? Oh, are they still doing... Uh, is this for the presidential election? Yeah. They're yeah. still counting ballots over there? Get a life. <laughs> Again. <laughs> do you have nothing better to do? Come on. Yeah. Uh, Republican state lawmakers uh, began a recount again in Maricopa County, which is Arizona's largest county, basically encompasses like Phoenix and surrounding areas. Um, so it's almost 2.1 million ballots. And. Um, basically, I mean, it's the Republicans doing it and they hired this like company out of Florida called, uh, Ninja Cyber, Cyber Ninja. Ninjas. Oh, that sounds yeah. legit. 
Yeah, they've never done an audit before. Why, why are they still doing this though? Like the it's way over. Do they think they're going to kick Biden out of office? Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Well, I mean, basically, the, I think the main idea is they think that if they can pull it off in Arizona, then they're going to go pull it off in other Republican-held states. Oh, just these, get over these yourself. cyber ninjas already think they're going to go count ballots in Michigan and other states after this. So get over yourself. Yeah. And then yep, too much time to on their hands. On. Way too much time on their hands. It's news to us. And there's a news. Yes, there's a news story co- that came out today that, or the other day, in uh, the local paper in Arizona, that Anthony Kern, a former state lawmaker who was at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th during the insurrection, is among the people helping count these ballots in Maricopa County. I mean, and like they have like no process or policies on how they're going about this like they're using blue pens which is against the rules when you're auditing ballots because blue pen marks can basically come up on the ballots like as markings yeah you're supposed to use either blue or black ink when filling out a ballot yeah so you're supposed to use red pens when you're auditing the ballots so in other words they could be changing the votes Exactly. Okay. Um, and but they would like never do that. Them, Only Antifa does that. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they're putting them under UV lights, which people are afraid that they could be damaging the ballots. I mean, they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and they weren't letting anybody in to see what was going on or explaining what was going on either. Ugh. Yeah, they just they just kicked out a reporter today. <clears throat> yeah, that's really how shady. long do they have to hold on to the ballots anyway? Is that like with your tax papers? You have to hold, keep it for five years, but then you can toss it. Probably, I, I, I would imagine it's probably longer. But that's an excellent question. DJT is claiming that the big lie is Biden won now. Oh, just <laughs> shut up! He's trying to flip the big lie and say it's Biden's fault. <laughs> he came idiot. out today saying that because, and of, of course, his idiot supporters will just buy that. You know, anything he says, this is the gospel. Uh, uh, the it's news guy. to us. News roundup. So apparently uh, Kid Rock has a uh, a bar. It's called Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse. <laughs> Say that <laughs> ten times fast. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And um, there was an incident over the weekend. This is in Nashville, by the way. And uh, this is actually uh, part of the social media tweet that went out. Uh, at uh, Kid Rock's Big Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse, a man removed his colostomy bag and he started swinging it in the air and oh. threatening others with his colostomy bag. God. Uh, the police were called and some uh, officers were sprayed with uh, feces. <laughs> and they were told. What to- the hell? I don't know. But now do you want to go to Big Rock's Big... <laughs> Or Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk rock and roll colostomy bag house. Do you, do you think that it's a like when you uh, uh, get there and put your name on the list to have a seat? Do they hook you up to a colostomy bag? <laughs> like before seating you? They like might. is that a thing? I don't. I, I that's a big surgery to get a colostomy bag. I don't know. They just, no, they just shove a hose up your butt. Okay. 
No. <laughs> okay. It's news to us. News Roundup. You could be right. I'm not disagreeing. I just don't know. Uh, the, the top three craziest GOP kooks. Uh, Katie put together this. She uh, found it on Medium, and uh, these are the, the top three just craziest elected officials we have right now in Congress. And kooks, crazy. I don't know. I don't know if you're allowed to say crazy anymore. I don't know, but. Shittyits. Shittyits. These are just <laughs> despicable human beings. We can say that, right? Yeah, so this is off the list I found from Medium, and I liked it because it includes Lauren Boebert, who we've been meaning to discuss, but we didn't get around to ever. Oh, we still need to do that. that, that yeah, all. so she's included. <laughs> okay. Um, number three is Paul Gosar, seditiously screwy, they call him. Seditiously screwy. Real quick, is this the same Paul from Mad About You? No. Oh. No, that's um, so goes on regularly. Number three. Oh yes, excellent. <laughs> that's your countdown. You count regularly spreads the vilest forms of racist and anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. He blamed neo-Nazi violence in Charlottesville in 2017 on an Obama sympathizer and was one of the few representatives to vote against a resolution condemning QAnon and the conspiracy theories it promotes. Yeah, and uh, this guy is so despicable that six of his siblings have uh, endorsed his opponent, and one of them uh, went on the news, uh, his uh, brother Tim, to talk about how his brother should be expelled from Congress. That's how you know things are really bad. Here's a clip of that happening. When you take that oath and you commit treason and insurrection, um, aren't you the person that um, has committed those crimes, and aren't you the enemy that you're sworn to protect us from so you want your brother expelled absolutely absolutely got the family no support there <clears throat> yeah that's so pretty probably, bad yeah no absolutely. that's pretty bad so when six of your siblings want you out of office and they think that you're a danger to to america Yes, six. Six siblings. That's a lot of siblings. I mean, how many siblings does he have? Well, he does have uh, 45 siblings, though. So that's the thing. (laughs) So that's the thing. Uh, Number two on the list. Uh, Ooh, can't. What's number two? (laughs) I was waiting for it. Yeah, is there a. a, You got it? Number two. Of the wackiest okay. GOP elected officials. Lauren Boebert. Oh. Certifiably cuckoo. Certifiably. Uh, she gave reconnaissance tours to terrorists in the days leading up to the Capitol riots. Then tweeted out Speaker Pelosi's location while a murderous MAGA mob was looking for liberals to hang. And she's still in office. Yep. She's still there. Depressing, isn't it? And and that and she's also just really she says a lot of weird, stupid things. There was a recent mass shooting in Colorado at a supermarket, uh, the state that she's representative in, and she said her def- she was saying that we shouldn't have gun regulation uh, after this mass shooting because more people die by hammer than do guns. Every year, such a liar. Uh, and here she is saying that we should uh, probably ban hammers, not guns. Uh, and in America, we we see more 
deaths by hands, fists, feet, even hammers. And, uh, you know, are we going to start legislating that away? Are we going to be uh, like these other countries who even ban knives? I mean, if, if hammers are the cause of more deaths than firearms, then maybe we need to start having background checks on hammers. I mean, look out, Black & Decker. We're already coming after manufacturers for firearms. Maybe you're next. Look out, Black uh, & Decker, she says. Wait, wait, wait. Black & Decker? <laughs> do they make yeah, hammers? they don't even make hammers, yeah, do they? I think that, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they make they make, they make every nail guns, but I don't think they make hammers. Okay, mm. and like when she does her YouTube videos, she literally looks like white ISIS. Yikes! Well, like she like has like her gun collection behind her. Like she's terrible. She's a terrible human. A quick fact checked on her on her little hammer claim. According to FBI homicide data, there were fifteen thousand murders in the United States because of guns. And uh, there were 472 reported victims of blunt objects. And I guess you could, you could put hammers into blunt objects. So of that 472, <laughs> I don't know how many were hammers, but. Well, and in case you're one object, though, I mean, you don't really hear about <clears throat> mass blunt uh, murders happening. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. Where multiple people are killed at the same time with the same weapon. Somebody doesn't go into a city market or King Supers and murder somebody with a or murder 10 or 20 people with a hammer in two minutes. Like true. Yeah. Doesn't happen. So yeah. It's Plus just- hammers have other uses. <laughs> right. Like a gun is only a weapon. Yeah. So you'd rather take yeah. on someone with a hammer than a gun. Right. Yeah. If I had to choose if I was fighting someone. All right, number one on the most unhinged Congress people. Number one. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Majorly mental. Majorly mental? Yeah, this lady. Why why is she majorly mental, this uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene? Um, She's promoted QAnon conspiracy theories that are wildly witless. She claims to be a Christian, but her true religion is believing Democrats and Hollywood celebrities are involved in a global pedophilic satanic cabal. Everybody, that's not true? Are you telling me that's not true? (laughs) Not true. She pushed the idea that the Parkland and Sandy Hook mass murders were false flag operations. Oh, God. She claimed secret Jewish space lasers started California wildfires. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't think a plane hit the Pentagon on 9-11. And there's an actual video of her harassing a Parkland massacre survivor. And speaking of her harassing people on video, here's somebody else she's harassing on video. So she was wandering around the uh, the U.S. Capitol looking for Congresswoman Omar uh, or Iran Mohar, was it? Wait, how do you say your name again? Ilhan. It? Ilhan. Jesus. Ilhan. Iran. Uh, Ilhan Omar and Rashida Talib. She was looking for them to try to force them to retake their oath to office on a Bible because they took their <laughs> oath to office on a Koran. And here she is walking around like an idiot. They signed it. They swore in on the Koran. 
Oh, we have the Bible. We're going to talk about swearing in on the oath, how to swear in on the Bible with them and let them know what our law says, that you can't swear in on the Quran. So we're going to to explain that. You know, we're going to explain about how you can't swear in on the Quran. And we're going to have the Bible and ask them if they would swear in on the Bible. What an ignorant B word. What is happening with that video? (laughs) Fish eyes. (laughs) Through the fish lens, fish yeah. eye lens. <laughs> she, she doesn't even know how to operate a, a, a video, a selfie camera, but properly. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's her. Oh, what a list, Katie! That was amazing. I, she's also been removed from uh, any uh, committees that she was going to be on. Yes. Wow. wow. I I feel like Republicans used to like bend the truth and stretch the truth. They're just making stuff up now. I know. Just right? like completely out of thin air. Well, if Alex Jones can do it, anybody can. I mean, and it's like wildly out there, like off the wall, batshit crazy, and it doesn't even matter. I'm sure you can find a copy of the Constitution relatively easily in Congress in D.C. And... uh yeah, right there in the First Amendment. I think it's freedom of religion and assembly and speech. Right. I don't yeah. know about that. Uh, you have to check your sources, Chris. <laughs> but there's there's Katie's list. And uh, before we wrap it up, though, a real life troll is caught on camera. Uh, this guy went into um, a Costco. A very short man went into a Costco, and he another another one of these mask freakout guys. Uh, he started yelling at people about wearing masks and it was all caught on tape. Why is this still happening like a year and a half later? But it is. Here's that, that clip here. You're afraid, wear the mask. Stop dictating my life because you're afraid. If you feel the mask works, then why are you worried about how short you are? Okay. You're so funny. Go inside with your mask. If the mask works, if the mask works, you're free Everyone to wear it. If the mask works, protect yourself Everybody from me. Everybody look at Why the short guy. Wear a mask. Look at the short guy. Oh, you're so everyone. Look at the short guy. But your dick is this big. But your dick is this big. But his dick is this big. You got to love it when a troll is being trolled, right? Oh, man. Yeah, by a guy in bright. Pink oral <laughs> shorts. I don't know what, what was going on there. Costco I know, right? loved that going on. <laughs> I think he prefers the term vertically challenged. <laughs> not short. All right, we're going to take a quick break and then uh, John Wilkes is going to be joining us. Uh, he is uh, in a band that we've been playing on Adobe uh, called Kingdom of Us. And he has a cool project teamed up with OneTreePlanted.org for something really cool. We'll tell you about it. Uh, that is coming up next right here on It's News to Us on Adobe Radio. Don't go anywhere. Okay, we're back live on Adobe Radio. It's <clears throat> News to Us. And our guest this week is John Wilkes. You may know him from Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. I know. Uh, one of those big Warp Tour bands back in the day when Jason and I were like on Warp Tour stops doing press and stuff. Uh, but now he's got a, a new band, Kingdom of Us. Uh, we've been playing on Adobe Radio here and there, uh, and a new song out that is to raise awareness about fighting climate change and all the other environmental issues that we're currently facing that we talk about on this show from time to time. But very depressing stuff, too, because we're like, 
Uh, it's, it's a lot of doom and gloom with that, but it's also important to talk about. So uh, mm-hmm. Kingdom of Us has teamed up with OnePlantedTree.org with a new single called Tranquility. We'll play that in a little bit. Uh, John, welcome to the show. Hey, how you guys doing, man? I hope everybody's having a great Monday. Yeah, yeah. So far, so good. So far, so good. So you, got, you have this really cool project, Kingdom of Us, or uh, K-O-U. I, I mean, how do you... Is the official... A uh, band named Kingdom of Us, but you guys go by KOU. Uh, what do you? How do you? What do you prefer there? Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, Kingdom of Us is the the name of the project, but also uh, people call it coup. Like okay, you know when you when the when the army raised a coup against the other army. Oh, so that's another name for it. And the project actually started in the back of the tour bus in 2009. I started writing these songs, a lot of them, uh, when I was still in Red Jumpsuit. So it's really cool to see it finally like happen basically 10, 11 years later. <laughs> That's awesome. So some of these songs are that old. <laughs> wow. I mean, were you nervous you know, bringing these songs out to the public, like releasing them? Were you nervous and like putting yourself oh, yeah. out there like that? Oh, yeah. I had like a Phil Collins moment because, you know, <laughs> I, you know, or a Dave Grohl moment. I'm like, I'm a drummer. Like, is anyone going to care? <laughs> That I'm what singing finally, now, you know? uh, what finally got you to do it? Um, honestly, I just woke up one day and I realized that I just had to get these songs out. It was just one of those moments. Like a lot of these songs are the the same idea that we had with Face Down, where we're trying to bring awareness to something that's an issue. Like back then, we you know brought awareness to domestic violence, and we teamed up with the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. And I, these songs just came into my heart and I just had to get them out to the world. So that's how it started. You did mention the whole thing about being a drummer and, um, yeah. What is that about being a drummer and, and not feeling like you can approach the band with song ideas? Is that a true thing that I hear? You mentioned Dave Grohl. I I heard him say that in in an interview once, like when he was in Nirvana, he didn't want to approach the guys with any sort of, uh, song ideas. Cause he's like, I'm the drummer. That's not my place. Yeah, it's, you know, when you're in a a band, it's like being in a marriage with five guys and everybody, you know, plays their role. So a lot of times when you're the drummer, it's like, shut up and play the drums. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the drums are, it's the backbeat of the band and it's, it's the, the, the backbone, I should say that along with the bass. I mean, you really need the drum without a good drummer. You're a shitty band. Drummers don't get enough respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree with that 100%. And, uh, you know, nowadays more than ever, like drummers are getting better and better and better. And they're really like pushing the envelope of how good you can be, you know, sonically and almost like rhythmically computerized, meaning like they play perfectly to a grid live and they play perfectly to a 16th note metronome. It's insane. Yeah, that that is that's crazy. Who do you think the greatest drummer of all time is? Of all time? Of, yeah, of all time. Was I mean... It- John Bottom for sure. Okay, good. Nice. That's the correct answer. <laughs> yeah. John Bottom without a doubt. Yeah, I don't think any that guy was insane. But a lot of it had to do yeah. to I mean, he was a great drummer, but the way that Jimmy Page mic'd up his his drum kit was really cool too. Did you guys ever yeah. take any uh inspiration from any of those production uh tactics? You know, like, I know like they would hang oh, dude. mic microphones from the ceiling and crazy big rooms and stuff. Absolutely. We did like the tunnel technique, which they did it back in the day, like where they would take a blanket and they would put it on the kick drum and like spread it out like 10 feet in front of the kick drum. 
to get that super boomy effect. And they started that way back when. So, wow. Yeah. Jimmy Page yeah. genius, genius. And, uh, and I got to use the Nirvana Nevermind snare on the first red jumpsuit album. So what? that was really cool. Yeah. That's, that that's should be awesome. in a museum. Why are you moving yeah, that thing? It, it was, <laughs> they had it in a crazy case and, and it had like a code on it. And then it would, it was air, it was airtight. So it would go. And then it would oh, wow. open up. It was like, it was like Darth Vader or something. <laughs> That's so cool. That is awesome. Uh, well, we do want to yeah. talk about your, your, uh, th- this awesome initiative you have going on and this new single. We're going to play it, uh, in, in just a moment, but, uh, you know, usually we like to try to get to know our guests just a little bit and ask just yeah. some, uh, just some get to know your questions. Are you okay with that? Just to, you know. Yeah, absolutely. We, I don't know. We probably interviewed you at some point, but it's, it's been a while. I'm sure. Have you, have we interviewed yeah. you before? I, I don't know. We've done a lot of different shows on Adobe, but have you been on Adobe radio way back when? Oh, really? Yeah. Like, okay. And we played acoustic like way back in the day. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, it's awesome I, to have I remember you back. doing that. Well, so um, the wildest thing is, yeah, the wildest thing is, is, uh, it's the, about to be the 10 year anniversary since I left Red Jumpsuit. Wow. Really? It's yeah. crazy how fast time so, flies, man. It's so weird. Yeah. I, I can, I sort of remember you being part of the band on Warp Tour, um, not that long ago, it felt like, but I guess it had to be more than 10 years ago. That's so weird. Yeah. 2011 is when I left. Okay. Weird. Okay, well, here's a here's a get to know you question for you. If you were a dog, what breed of dog would you be? <laughs> a, a Boston Terrier. A Boston Terrier. Okay, I can actually see. I love that. the specificity there. Yeah, <laughs> with no hesitation. Do you have a dog? One hundred percent. Um. Yes, I have what I would consider a step dog with my girlfriend. Is that dog a Boston Terrier? Do you, or is it? Uh, no. Because pe- no, have you ever noticed that people start to look like their dogs? Does your dog yeah. look like your girlfriend? No, no. Actually. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, uh, I just people like look like their. Do- I'm sure I look like my dog, and so I hope I look like my dog. I think it's pretty cute. What? I've never heard this. You've never heard of that? It's called a Bowser. No. It's called a Bowser when you look like your dog. <laughs> I don't think uh, that's a thing. I don't think I look that's like my thing. dog. That's not a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. yeah. I, it's a thing. Look at Chris. <laughs> yeah. Where's your dog, Chris? Oh, they're, they're chilling out on the couch, both of them. Two We're going to have to do a side-by-side later. Okay. Chris, you definitely look like a chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And uh, what's here, here's a really weird question for you, but what what is the creepiest thing that you could say ever to a perfect stranger? What is the creepiest thing? Like a random person, like on at the grocery store, what do you think is the creepiest thing you could say to just a random person? So I'm going to preface this with my friend is a comedian in Los Angeles. When I was still living out there, his name is Blake Bagby. And the reason why I'm going to tell you this story is because this is for sure the creepiest thing. And this is part of his standup. He's, he used to say, how funny would it be if you were in the restroom at a urinal and you just randomly looked over at the guy next to you and you said, sick dick, bro. <laughs> uh, By far the creepiest thing you could say. Or to get you, a, it might get you a date too. You never know. You never know. <laughs> um, would you give up showering for a week for faster internet? 
Yes. <laughs> okay. Who wouldn't? Yeah, that's. A, I wouldn't. I don't yeah. know. I I already have pretty good internet. I don't know. Yeah, our internet's fast <laughs> enough. Uh, but well, let's talk about what's going on here. The re- you didn't you didn't call us for this. This is not the reason you called. <laughs> um, so your band uh, partnered with One Tree Planted to raise awareness for environmental issues facing the country, of course. And you know, well, uh, it's it's really important that we are talking about this because we we have an adult in the White House now. We have elected officials who actually care about. Um, uh, we have, well, I mean, it's it's pretty evenly divided, obviously, but there's a lot of elected officials out there that that care about the longevity of the human race, whereas before uh, that wasn't happening, and uh, you know, the idiot before, uh, well, who we have now was uh, undoing a lot of environmental regulations, and we used to talk about that on the show uh, the last few years, and it's just gotten really, really scary, um, you know, and we're we're in an existential crisis. So, what what first sparked your your passion for this topic in particular? Well, Kingdom of Us, the project in general, is every song is about what we go through as human beings. So the first single was Time is the Enemy, and that one talks about how when you fall out of love with someone, how to deal with that. And then the single right before this in December was called The Fragile, and that was about mental health awareness. So when this one came around, we recorded this at the end of last year with these amazing brothers called the Sass Brothers from Chicago. And these kids are incredible. They were like virtuoso guitar players when they were children endorsed by PRS played at the NAM show uh, for years. And I came across them randomly in 2016 and we decided to do this song together. And the reason we decided to do it about climate change was because in my opinion, no one had done it yet. No one had just gone there and really made a statement like, Hey, we're killing our planet. And musically, I mean, like no one has done a single where they're like trying to raise awareness. Like we need to do something to try to save our planet or our children's children will not have a planet to live on. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you're right. I think every artist should be talking about this and everybody at all times, because uh, we thought maybe this COVID-19 pandemic was the end of the world and a bit of a, a, a crisis uh, existentially. But now we're, we're really looking at the, uh, the demise of the the earth as we know it and the human race as we know it. And I, I mean, it really is important that we, uh, we keep this conversation in the forefront in any way possible. And uh, I'm really glad that you guys are, are doing that. And, and thank you for saying that too. I mean, um, I, what, what do you, I, some people uh, don't even want to have children because they feel like it's not uh, morally sound knowing that yeah. we're all going to die. Well, how do you feel as far as that goes? Maybe you don't want children at all. Maybe you do have kids. I don't know. But how do you feel there? I mean, I mean, for me, that's if it comes, it comes when it comes to children. Uh, but one thing that I've learned in this whole process is like, for example, one tree planted for every dollar that's donated, they plant a tree in your honor. And last year alone, in 2020, during this pandemic, they did over 20 million trees. Wow. That they planted last that's year. Fantastic. 20 million. So, and Bravo. that's just one statistic of it. I don't even know all the statistics because I'm, you know, I only had one conversation with their board and they gave me the thumbs up, like, cool, this will work. Let's partner. Well, so, yeah. And that's what it was told to me. So, and they're, they're right now, they're en route to do over a billion trees. 
Wow. Like coming up very soon. Yeah. Again, that's that's so the reason, yeah. the reason I say that is because all it takes is a dollar. All it takes is five seconds of your time and we can all make a difference. If we all donated $1 to plant a tree, we could turn this around overnight, in my opinion. One tree planted dot org. One tree planted dot org. Did did you find that you had a hard time like writing or or recording the song just because the uh you know subject matter if you follow it down the rabbit hole can get uh you know pretty depressing pretty fast? Did you find that you had to fight despair or do you still see yourself as a fairly hopeful person when it comes to the problem? Yeah, I mean, in the bridge of this song, that's kind of where I go down the rabbit hole of despair. You know, that's where I kind of, you know, look into the future and and be like, start talking about our children's children and and not having a a home to live in and things like that. So, yeah, it was really hard to not go down the rabbit hole, you know, lyrically for this song. But it really helped that the music was so fast and upbeat and the way that we wrote it together with the Sass Brothers that it kept it really positive. And I really wanted it to be a statement. You know, we had just, we had just found out basically right when this song was coming together before we released it, that Trump lost the election. So for us, we were like, okay, this is a great moment in my opinion, not to, you know, go political. Oh, we do, we do politics on this show. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Yeah, It's okay. Yeah, (laughs) This is a, you're, you're like pretty much uh on Rachel Maddow right now. So don't worry about it. It's a safe safe space. Yeah. So I always thought Eddie looked like Rachel Maddow. (laughs) (laughs) Because originally they wanted um, the team and I, like the Sass brothers and the guys that that I work with, you know, on all the music stuff, they wanted to release this song last year. They they were like, let's do it. Let's do it. And I was pushing. I was like, no, we got to do it on earth day next year. And they're like, okay, but to them, that was almost waiting six. That was like six months because the song was actually recorded in like December. So we waited a little bit just for that reason. And I'm so glad that we did because we you know, were able to partner with One Tree Planted. And we also have an official merch drop. If you go on the website with uh, KOURevolution.com slash save dash her. And we have an official merch that's teamed up with One Tree Planted. And it, they will plant multiple trees in your honor and it's a limited edition t-shirt. So that's one thing that we did as well. Just anything we can do to raise money. This is not, in my opinion, this is not really about music. This is about bringing awareness to a problem that we have collectively as human beings. Well, there's a lot of deniers out there and uh, you know, we, we talk about the reality of the situation we're in, in the show a lot. Uh, and uh, cause a lot of uh, you're, you're like in a room of cynics a little bit, but we're also hopeful yeah. cynics, but at the same time uh, to be a, a real, the, to be uh, realistic about the whole situation, there's a lot of uh, climate denying uh, a-holes out there, uh, climate change denying a-holes, I should say uh, that don't think anything is happening and that it's all a big scam um, are you worried about reaching these people at all? Like what, what is your, what's your thought on that? And uh, d- do you think that there's any hope ever to, to change the minds of some people who think it's all just a conspiracy theory? I mean, I think at the end of the day, we're all going to face this together, no matter how and, and how bad it gets is all is on us. So it, anyone that is a cynic about it, that is completely fine. And everyone is allowed to have their opinion. That is our God given right. 
But I will say this, we will all see it happen in our lifetime. We will, we're already seeing changes happening to the planet and we're going to continue to see changes whether we want to accept that or not. There was this really crazy article that just came out. It was actually on one of like an NBC news site or something. And it had uh, uh, like a model of what's going to happen to the U S in the next few years, according to uh, uh, the, the, the climate change situation that we are currently under. And uh, it's really wild. Uh, places like Miami are going to be completely deserted at some point. Uh, New York city isn't going to be the major, major or the largest city in the United States anymore. People are going to be fleeing there. Uh, we're going to have cities like Chicago and Portland and um, uh, Denver and uh, Seattle be the, the main hubs of the United States. If, if things continue as they are and a lot of places are going to be uninhabitable. Uh, it's just like, it's really strange. We're, we're probably going to see this in our lifetime. If something isn't done about it. And I know that you, uh, with this song, you're being an activist and you're trying to, to get out there and, and spread the message. Um, are, do you consider yourself to be a, a political activist in general, or is this just a certain topic that, that puts you in that arena or, or is this something that you're always getting involved in? <clears throat> I, I feel like I'm, I'm an activist in the ways of every song that we put out as kingdom of us. Like I said, it's, always about something that we're dealing with as human beings. So I wouldn't say, you know, that I'm an environmental environmental activist. I would say more of like, I'm trying to bring awareness to everything that we're dealing with together and trying to find ways of healing us collectively if we can, you know, like, so you, like, you, like I said, with the, you're saying ahead. that you're saying that we are all uh, we're all in this together and we're all connected as yes. human beings. And uh, you're right, because that message isn't uh, put out there enough. Everything that we're going through, we're all going through at the same time. One way what or another. Do think, what do you think your next awareness campaign will be? I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm not sure because, you know, it it just it comes to me like single to single, basically. Um, the, I am working on one. I, I am working on one right now called obituary, and it's the idea because my father passed away in 2014, and it's the idea of dealing with death, and the idea that we're all dealing with. You know, we've have lost ones that we've lost already, and dealing with that, and it tells a story of of my actually my father singing to me in the chorus of the song. And wow. he says, death is a doorway that I've already walked through, but I'll be waiting for you on the other side. Do you believe in an afterlife? Do you think that there's uh, something waiting for us on the other side? I think so. Yes. I, I mean, do. and unfortunately, I, I guess death is something that a lot of people can really relate to right now. So, yeah, with uh, nearly 600,000 Americans dead with just COVID-19 mm -hmm. alone, but. Um, so we're, we're actually in the process of writing that single right now. That'll be probably be the next single. It's called Obituary, and it will be with the Sass Brothers yet again. They're actually uh, writing it as we speak. Oh wow! As they listen to the stream, but yeah, they're <laughs> in the process of writing. Yep, great. So it's so that'll probably be the next song, and then after that, um, we're probably going to have a feature from one of my friends in the past. Uh, you know, I won't go into specifics, but. You know, everybody that knows Red Jumpsuit knows who we toured with back in the day. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, nobody likes roaches. 
So that'll be my hint. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Um, So uh, are you a big uh, midnight oil fan, by the way? I'm just wondering just because, you know, when we start talking like environmental songs, midnight oil always jumps to mind for me. (laughs) I mean, not really, you know, like this whole thing for me was a learning process. Um, you know, like really diving in and like when I was talking with One Tree Planet and stuff like that, like this was all new to me. Like I knew what was going on and I paid paid attention to everything that was happening. But really when I wrote this song and then when everything came together, I learned so much about really what is going on with climate change and global warming and everything that's happening. It's really insane, actually. It it is it is, and I hope that you'll um, come back on the show and talk about this with us a little bit more as uh, time goes on because we need to do more to bring awareness to this now. That I think um, everybody's starting to have a little bit of a breather. I know there's like so much happening, but you know, with politics last year, it was really hard for a lot of people with uh, with Trump in office and. It's just like daily chaos. We're dealing with COVID right after that. But as we start to get back to normal a little bit, uh, whatever that means going forward, uh, there's going to be a lot of really important issues that we need to pay attention to. And we should always be paying attention to, but I know people have busy lives, but I think this is like um, one that uh, is uh, even more important than, um, than COVID-19 in a lot of, in many, many ways, because this has the potential to, to wipe out uh the entire planet and, and it's, it's most likely going to uh, devastate or change or relocate millions, if not billions of lives, if we don't do something about this. So um, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show to talk about this very important topic and um, looking forward to, to whatever else you have coming up live music. Are you, you've been in the studio a lot. I'm, I'm sure. Cause there's nothing else to do. Uh, do you have any live shows booked? I know it's starting to come back a little bit. Yeah, I mean nothing nothing on the planner right now. I mean for me, I'm just the plan for me is just to keep releasing singles and have fun. You know, there's not like any like strict plan with all of this. It's just kind of like release singles and see what happens and you know, there might be some shows that pop up later this year or next year. You know, but this project like I said, you know, what I woke up about 2 years ago and I was just tired of of hearing singles that were just about vanity. You know, yeah, guys, guys singing about how they're, you know, losing their mind or they're like, you know, yeah. it's all about me, 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 me. And no one no one was talking about us. No one was talking about what we're going through collectively together. No one was standing up for the guy like uh, trying to break the third wall and and write about a song where someone can sing it and they can personalize it in their own life and what they're going through to me, that means the world. And I felt like there, no one was doing that, that everything that's coming out right now is so shallow and so right. full of vanity. It's like I'm walking down Santa Monica Boulevard and I'm sad and I have four girls texting me, but the one I want to text me is not texting me. And I spilled my <laughs> latte on my, my khaki pants. Like, it's yeah. like, I, I don't care. Not your latte. Not my, Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, nothing, people, I, I, nothing's I, I, rock and roll anymore. You're right. I mean, no, you're right. I mean, like we need we need rock stars again. We need rock stars again. We need people to stand up and 
you know, provoke revolution again. We need to have another rage against the machine that actually gets out there and does something that to help change the world. We need that more than ever right now. And I'm going to challenge every single one of my friends that's in a band right now that's listening to this or anyone that is out there that's making music, do something to help your fellow brothers, do something to help your friends. Don't write about vanity, write about the world, write about the problems we have and let's do something because it's 2021 and it's before you know it, it's going to be 2025 and we have got to do something to help each other. You're so right. And all all of these artists that have major platforms, major stages. Yeah. Let's cut the bullshit. Let's let's let's, I mean, I I don't want to, I don't know. You're right. I can't say it better than you, but uh, we appreciate you coming on and uh, we'll play your song here and uh, tranquility and everybody please go support one tree planted.org. Anything else that you want to plug before we hit this here? No, that's it. I, I really appreciate you guys and like, and I appreciate uh, Adobe radio and this is such an awesome platform and I hope everybody has a great Monday and this is tranquility. Thank you so much. Have a great Thanks, night. Ben. Thank you. See ya.
Adobe Radio. Okay, that'll wrap it up for uh, this week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, what a show. What a show. Amazing. Amazing. Um, that was uh, that was fun to talk to John, and uh, I like that song. Um, I, I was able to listen to it a few times before we brought him on the air, but uh, this time I really focused on it. I, I, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, me too, actually. And yeah. I, I really like his messaging, too. Yeah. Yeah. So He's cool. uh, again, uh, one tree planted.org is what uh, John was on to promote and uh, plant a tree. Everybody make the life, uh, make our, make the world just a little bit better. And all of our lives can be just a, a tiny bit better if we, if we all plant trees. Uh, Amongst other things. <laughs> yeah. It's a start. It's a start. It's, yeah. it's overwhelming. Start somewhere. I mean, it's, it's overwhelming. Life yeah. is overwhelming. Do just do something good. Even if it's a little bit, a little Let's bit at a time. Part. A little bit at a time. Mama, mama, <laughs>